Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hey there, and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are talking about a really important topic today that Dave is going to tell you about in just a minute. But before we get there, I want to share one of our most recent reviews. We are so appreciative when you take the time to leave us a five-star review and let us know why you like the podcast. It just not only is wind in our sails, but it really is the way that it lets other people know about the Naked Marriage Podcast. So if you love this podcast, if you want to help other people have stronger marriages, please go and consider leaving a review on the Apple Podcasts app. We would so greatly appreciate it. Today's review is from Smokin' Fox is their name. They gave us five star a five-star review and it says number one recommendation. And this is what they had to say. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Whenever people ask for recommendation, recommendations. This is this one is always at the top of my list. Dave and Ashley consistently bring humor, wisdom, and practicality to a variety of topics. I love their biblical focus for talking all things marriage. The tidbits they've shared about parenting make me mega excited for their coming soon parenting podcast, which is going to be called Parenting Uncovered. Um, keep the great content coming, XO. Thank you, Dave and Ashley, for your sage advice, humility, and willingness to tackle tough topics. You are both so tactful and relatable. Wow, that was so nice. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. That is, that's wind in our sails, like Ashley said. It is said. wind in it's our so sails. so encouraging. And also, like Ashley said, it does help people discover the podcast. Yes, it really does. So it's one of the best ways you can help. When you share an episode on social media, you text an episode to a friend, or you simply leave a review. Mm-hmm. It helps get the word out that these conversations are ones that should not be missed, not because Ashley and I have it all figured out, but because we we're all don't. on this journey together <laughs> of growing in our faith and in our marriages, and um, and hopefully this, this community has been an encouragement to you. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have been an encouragement to us. So we are in, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of talking about help my spouse is certain things right now, all right? Mm-hmm. And so today is a tough one. It is. My spouse is lying. And trust is the foundation of a marriage. And we say that the depth of your honesty will determine the depth of your intimacy. And if there's a breakdown in honesty, then there's a breakdown in intimacy. But what do you do when you have a spouse who's just lying? And maybe it's not about huge things like concealing an affair, but maybe it's just about subtle things, but that's still chipping away at the trust in your marriage. What do you do with that? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I was actually doing some research on lying and kind of why why does this continue to be a problem? Like, don't we all agree that lying is bad, you know, especially as Christian people, right? Yeah, I but I was, I was reading an article and this is at bestlifeonline.com and it talked about how they've done some studies on this and they're finding 
based on these studies that increasingly couples who know and, and who agree, okay, these couples have agreed that trust is essential and honesty is essential um, in having a strong marriage. But they said there's the, an increasing trend of couples kind of justifying lying, okay? And here's what happened. It said, um, even those who claim to value honesty when, when they were surveyed in 2016, over a thousand U.S. adults were surveyed by um, an organization called Ipsos, and they found that Americans have become increasingly okay with lying. According to that survey in 2016, it said 64% of respondents reported that they think lying is sometimes justified. Now, for comparison, this same company did a survey with the same amount of people in 2006, and in 2006, only 42% said lying is sometimes justified. So you're talking over 20% uh, leap in those who believe that lying is sometimes justified. And they said they're still seeing this uptick in people, in couples, the couples that they're surveying, saying like, yeah, lying is wrong. But you know, I mean, some things aren't considered lying. Like sometimes it's justified. And they said that really mm. this is negatively impacting relationships. And so I thought well, that was course, really interesting, which I mean, of course impacting. it is. But I think that even though human nature is to justify whatever we want, right? Yeah. Um, I think that it's a slippery slope because there's, and we've, we've, you know, met with couples where they're like, well, it's just a little lie. Like people are like, it's a white lie, whatever that, I don't know what they, why they say white lie, but it essentially means little lie, like a harmless lie. No such thing. But there's really no such thing. Mm -mm. There really isn't. No, it's, it's not. It's like, it's just a little bit of poison in your yeah. Kool-Aid. It's not a lot of poison, but any <laughs> amount of poison should it's not, not be It's not good for you. It's not good for you. And in marriage, any amount of lying has no place in marriage, mm -hmm. right? And so, guys, if there is something that you are keeping from your spouse, you're being intentionally dishonest or intentionally secretive about, then you are sabotaging your marriage. You are putting a wedge between you and your spouse, and you've got to get that thing out in the open. You do. And the Bible has a lot to say about this. In Leviticus 19.11, it says this, you know, you shall not steal, you shall not uh, deal falsely, and you shall not lie to one another. In Ephesians 4.25, the Apostle Paul said this, therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another, meaning like we're part of the same body, the, the church, the body of believers. In Colossians 3.9, it says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, essentially saying, you know, when we're in Christ, we know better. Yeah, like those yeah. who don't know Christ yet, and they're just of the world right now, they don't, maybe not, they, maybe they don't know how damaging lying is, but as, as believers and as those who should be reading the Bible and should have knowledge of the Bible, we know that it's, it's very clear that lying is not of God. Yeah, right? it's true. It's one of the most consistent themes in yes. scripture. I, I mean, mean, I could keep on going. There's a ton here. Well, I mean, the, the list of Proverbs, the yeah. things that oh, God hates. Absolutely. T really two of the seven mm -hmm. are lying. Like he, he's, one of them is like dishonest witness and two is somebody who lies. It's like, right, so right. one he hates so much that he listed it twice in exactly. two different ways. Uh, and again, all through scripture, telling the truth. Jesus was the embodiment, is the embodiment of truth, the way, the truth, and the life. Right. So there's no falsehood in him. There should be no falsehood in us as his followers. And, and in marriage, if we're called to love each other the way Christ loves his church, he, he is always honest with us. He is always truth with us. We have to be that with each right. other. We have to, and when we're not, we've got to own it. We've got to say, I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Exactly. I was it was wrong of me to hide that from you. Even if our intentions were good. I mean, I think sometimes we might hide something from a spouse because we think, well, this will just hurt them or I'll just deal with this on my own. And 
you think you're protecting them right. by not telling them. And guys, that's that's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've got a friend who confessed to me that he'd had um, he'd in a, in a really vulnerable time in their marriage years ago. He'd had several short-term affairs, and never confessed this to his wife. She didn't know, and feels like that he shouldn't have to. Right. I mean, and essentially. It, and I said. I said, buddy, you got to tell her. I said, yeah. you've got to. She has a right to know. And he said, what if she leaves me? And I'm like, well, that's that's her choice. But if she's staying with you, she's staying under false pretense. Mm-hmm. Right now, what you have to do is is just you have to tell her because that's the way God designed marriage. We have to confess. We've got to bring it out in the open. And he convinced himself that, no, he was just going to punish himself by that's what he said. carrying yeah. this, one, which really... Is, is a cowardly way to convince yourself that you're being noble mm-hmm. because it would be a hard conversation, a devastating conversation. Right. Um, and I love my friend though. Just this, this disagreement is kind of, I think caused us to, to fall out of touch. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I don't want to be his friend. It just sort of, yeah, yeah. You know, I think created some awkwardness there that maybe uh, neither of us knew what to do with, but. Well, I think honestly, it's because you as a very close friend to him. Okay. We spent many years with these people and love them dearly you were telling him the truth in love. And, and not only are we friends with him, but also his wife and you yeah. as being that friend to both right. of them. Like, you're like, this is so hurtful. And, um, and again, you know, we, we love these people, uh, but it's just, it's just so hard because in, I mean, marriage is gosh, our heart and our passion. And it, we know the damage that is done the longer you wait to confess something like that. Like it is, and the truth, you guys, it always comes out. And if you are the one who broke those vows, who did something to, you know, hurt your spouse, you need to get ahead of this and tell them you need to own up to it because it's still going to be a hard conversation, Yeah. but yeah. the sooner you can own up to it and bring them into that picture and not have secrets between you, the more that God can do his healing. But I think the longer that you harbor those lies and, um, and you may tell yourself, Oh, it's my cross to bear. You're not, that's not how God wants us to deal with things. He says, bring it to the cross, right? First confess it to the Lord. He already knows anyway, but he wants us to bring it to him. Secondly, as a married person, you have to tell your spouse and really, you're really presenting them as, as a fool that they, I mean, essentially you're, you're put, you're hanging them out there as, um, as a fool. I mean, there's, there's Bible verses about this, um, you know, knowing all this that, you know, telling a friend. And I think he also told his parents and then not being willing to tell her it's cruel. I mean, honestly, it's it's even more hurtful than the act of infidelity itself. It's a double whammy. Because it's an ongoing. It's ongoing, ongoing deceit. Ongoing deceit. Yeah. But really, a lot of what we talked about so far is why you shouldn't lie. And hopefully conviction for the person who's. You can tell we're pretty passionate about this. But, But what about really what we've titled this episode, the person who's not lying what, but but help my spouse is lying. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles, 
and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the, the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. You're, I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's Hillsdale dot E-D-U slash naked. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it Get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com naked. That's rocketmoney.com N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. Well, and they know their spouse is lying. Right. And I want to speak to this. Like we years ago um, had some other dear friends of ours and there wasn't infidelity that had happened. But um, I remember this friend saying, the wife, you know, was saying, you know, there's not been, he's not been unfaithful to me, but my husband keeps doing these little, like having these little lies and I'll catch him in it and I'll confront him in it. And yet he still keeps doing it. He'll even say he's sorry. Yeah. But then he'll still keep doing it. And I remember all of this came to a head one day and um, just over time of these keeping on doing these lies, even though she had brought it to his attention, she caught him, you know, in the act sometimes like that is not the truth. Like even little about little things. She's like, it would be like insignificant things where he wouldn't fully tell the truth. And so it made her doubt everything he told her. And so eventually they ended up in Christian counseling, marriage counseling, and they really had to work through this. And sure. what they found in the counseling though, is that um, her husband had been one who started telling little lies, you know, in quotation marks as a child. And his parents just never really, never really pointed it out. And he kind of, it was kind of titillating for lack of a better word, um, whenever he would get away with telling these little lies. And so throughout all these relationships in his life, not just romantic, but with friends, with his family, he just kept on having these little lies. And in some way, it was kind of this little game that he was winning in his mind of fooling people. And he's not an evil person. Like we know no, these people, no, good guy. godly, loving you know, people. does a lot and but an know, ongoing serves, struggle. volunteers, yeah. helps out people, is generous. But this, this was just that... That's that's that area for him that he hadn't let God fully deal with. And he all had, of us, if we're not careful, can have those areas of like, right? God, I'm going to give you everything, but not this. This little part is like, it's not a big deal. What's it really hurting? Yeah, my wife yeah. is mad, but I'm not. It's not like I'm cheating on her. Like we have this varying degrees yeah, this of sin. Of sin. And right. I, you know, I'm mild, but really all sin breaks God's heart and hurts, exactly. hurts people. And it was really hurting um, our friends. And so, you know, through the process of counseling, he really received, you know, he was able to surrender this, fully surrender this to the Lord and realized how much damage 
this has caused his relationships and especially his marriage. And one thing that really moved him um, was that he, his counselor really, really pressed him on this. The counselor was like, you know, your kids, your kids have caught you in some of these lies. And yeah. what are you teaching them? Are you teaching them it's okay to lie? Like, because that's what they're going to think. They're going to think, well, dad tells little lies all the time. So why shouldn't I, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that really convicted him. That really convicted him. And thankfully he was able to process some of those things from, from that really habit he had gotten into. And let me tell you all, they, this was probably a decade ago, a decade ago, this was all happening. They're working through that together, you know, both personally and together with the lying issues. They, they are in, I mean, their marriage has never been better. Like they're stronger for it. But, um, I know my friend, the, the wife of this, um, couple who are friends, you know, she's always quick to talk about that. Like, you know, don't just don't let, don't let the enemy get a foothold by having these little lies to each other. Like it's so damaging. It really is. Yeah. It is so damaging. And so if your spouse is dealing with that, or if you're dealing with that, yeah, then you know, you've got to, you've got to confront the issue. If you're mm -hmm. the one that's lying, you've got to confront that issue in yourself and you've got to bring it out into the light. If, if your spouse is the one doing it, then you need to confront them and say, listen, you know, your dishonesty, even, even if you've never cheated on me, even if you haven't done those things, right. that this is an act of infidelity. Infidelity does not mean adultery. They're two different words. Infidelity yes. means broken fidelity, broken trust. And every time you lie, by very the definition of the word, you are committing infidelity. You're breaking the trust in your marriage. And trust is the backbone of the marriage. It's the foundation of the marriage. And you've you got to work to replace what you've broken. You know, Jimmy Evans, our ministry's founder, said trust is built in drops and lost in buckets, mm -hmm. meaning you got to be consistent to rebuild trust, consistently telling the truth. And with every lie, you dump out a bucket that you've been building up over time. Mm -hmm. And so... If you've dumped out a bunch of buckets of trust, it's time for you to commit to one drop at a time. I want to rebuild the trust that I've broken. And don't expect your spouse to fully trust you right away because you cannot build trust based on what you say you're going to do or what right. you promise to do. You can only build trust based on what you actually do and do consistently over a long period of time. Right. And so what you can do today, though, is commit to that process and saying, I'm going to rebuild the trust that I broke. I'm going to earn your trust back. And I don't expect you to trust me based on that promise or guarantee but I'm making that promise to myself, to you and to God. Mm -hmm. And from, from now on, I'm going to live differently. I'm going to be transparent. There's going to be no secrets, no hidden passwords on my phone, no hidden conversations, no hidden money. Everything is going to be out in the open because that's what a naked marriage is. That's the way God designed marriage. And if I ever step out of bounds in any area, I'm going to confess it. I'm not yeah. going to wait to get caught. I'm going to tell you. And if you'll commit to that and you'll stay on that path, then you can rebuild your spouse's trust. But if you keep playing with fire, if you keep living in the darkness, you're going to get burned. You're going to hurt your spouse. Maybe, maybe hurt them to the point of them not being able to trust you at all and divorce happening. Right. And we don't want that for you. We mm -hmm. want you to get the help you need. So if you're stuck and you don't know how to break out of that cycle, or if you feel like I want to trust my spouse, but I'm having a hard time moving past what's happened previously, Talk to a counselor, like Ashley said earlier. Talk to someone here on our team at XO. Go to xomarriage.com slash help. We have an amazing team of trained mediators who are skilled and gifted and trained to help you navigate this process and, and rebuild the trust that's been broken. Definitely. And I would say too, like just to the person who, and the many people who've written us, you know, questions like these, like help, my spouse is lying to me. Like I know they are, maybe they're, the spouse is, in, is denying, 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 you know, um, I would say you have to, to go to them. Like the first step is you go to them and say, listen, I know for a fact you're lying. And 
and you know, and because you keep on lying about these little things, I feel like you're also lying in big things. And every time I catch you in a lie, I'm losing these buckets of trust that Dave and Ashley have talked about. Yeah. And I don't want to feel that way. I want to trust you. I want to give you a chance um, for, for me to trust you, you know? And so what we had to do first is, especially if our spouse is repentant, which, which hopefully they are, we need to forgive swiftly. But then, you know, we give that forgiveness. That means we're surrendering it to God. It doesn't mean we're saying what you did didn't matter, that you didn't hurt me. We're not saying that, you know, you need to say like, you're hurting me when you, when you tell me these lies, but I'm trusting that God is going to help you to stop doing this, this toxic behavior. And then, you know, as, as their spouse, in, in order to support them, we give them chances to show that they're trustworthy. And that means that we don't hold this over their head. We do hold them accountable. You know, if we see again that they're not being trustworthy, we need to hold them accountable, but to do it in a really loving way. And also in times like this, when our spouse is trying to rebuild our trust, we need to point out every little thing they're doing that shows us they're trustworthy. Yeah, like yeah. for example, thank you so much that, um, that you showed up when you said you would show up because you know, you used to show up an hour later than I know it takes you to get home from work. And my mind is racing and thinking you're all these other places because in the past, you know, you, you, you wouldn't really tell me. And so the fact that you're coming home when you said you would come home, it just means the world to me. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank or, or thank you so much for answering your phone when I called and I didn't have my mind go to all these places thinking that you were trying to hide what yeah. you were doing from me. Thank you for not turning off the location on your life 360 app. Thank you for, um, for bringing me in on the email that you had to, to, to have to a female coworker or to that female volunteer at church. Like, you know, point out all those, those ways that they're showing I'm not trying to hide anything from you. And I'm telling you that praise behavior becomes repeated behavior. And it also helps our spouse know I'm believing in you. Like I know that God is rooting for you and he wants you to, to chart a new path here and to do the right thing. But I see the good in you. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it's amazing to know that your spouse not only forgives you, but also is giving you that chance. Yeah, know? it is. And you being the one to extend grace, it really can help, help bring out the best in your spouse. Right. And so guys, listen, we could talk about this all day, but take to heart some of those things we've said. Another thing that could help is maybe come into one of our EXO Marriage Conferences. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a weekend, usually a Friday night, Saturday morning, that could make a huge difference in your marriage in a short amount of time. And we would love to meet you in person as well. So go to xomarriage.com slash conferences, and you can get the full lineup of where we're going to be. The biggest event of the year is always the weekend right before Valentine's Day. And that's going to be at Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas this year. Uh, it's going to be a packed house, great event, and we would love to see you there. That's God right. bless, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, guys.